It is. It's dinner at Johnny's. I want to. I want to dinner. Yeah. I want to thank um, Lawrence Bradford, uh, Unk from uh, uh, from Swivel Chair Studios, for making me this introduction. And I got Professor Peter Beams with me in the podcast. And we have Eric Saluri, a.k.a. Senior from Full Throttle Saloon with us as well. Hey! Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. How's everybody doing today? Outstanding. Incredible. Yeah, you feel better? Yeah, I, we cooked a nice little meal. Amazing meal. Um, we had um, a pasta dish. We did. Which is good. You can check out the photos at the Dinner at Johnny's podcast Facebook page that we uploaded. Outstanding. So, yeah, we had some perch. Do you do any great. fishing or no? I do, right off my dock. Yeah, yeah. you so live on the lake, right? I do. I live uh, right across from Sackett's. Yeah, I put a 60-foot dock in when I moved here about three years ago. Uh, Seaway Marine Group did that for me. And uh, I sit at the end of the dock and fish every second cast. Is there still a, what are they, like an allowance of how much fish you can eat out of the lake? Remember that was a thing for a while? Uh, not while I was living here, it wasn't. Well, it was because, you know, down in Rochester, they have Eastman Kodak. And they used to put a lot of chemicals in. Oh. You literally could develop develop film in the lake for a while. Wow. That's That'll explain why my hair is falling out. Yeah, maybe. well, yeah, maybe. There you go. But, all right. I would, there, so there was a, you could only eat so much lake fish gotcha. for that reason. But I eat it all the time. Yeah, I love there it. There you go. Nothing wrong. That's actually from a place called Thousand Islands Fisheries, which is local. And they have it at, I know they have it at Altieri's Bakery on Bradley Street. And um, this is the perch we're eating from Thousand Islands Fisheries. And they also have it at Griff's uh, Beverage Center yeah, as well. Yeah. So, so anyway, so Eric Saluri, let me tell you a little bit about him. I'm going to ask him a little bit about him, but uh, a service member, retired Air Force. Yes, sir. Okay. Also, uh, star one of the stars of the hit uh, reality show, Full Throttle Saloon, yes, as sir. well as uh, Great Dad and so many other things that Appreciate I haven't that. even gotten into. I owe, I owe you $20. Yeah. So... Um, okay, I'm just trying to think, where do I start? I really want to talk about how do you get on a reality TV show? All right, so I, I was born, raised here, north side of town, over by Airbrake. Joined the Air Force when I was 19 because my best friend, Kenny Sheen, who has now passed away, God rest his soul, mm-hmm. he joined the Air Force and said, I'm going to be a cop. And I said, I'm going to go be a cop with you. We were never stationed together in our 20-plus years. <laughs> my wife and him were. They were deployed yeah. together. Um, so... Throughout the course of the entire time that I was in the Air Force, I ended up getting stationed in South Dakota. I got promoted to E-8, which is a senior master sergeant, hence where the name senior came from. Okay. Um, I was the cop superintendent for 225 Air Force police officers. Um, we decided that we didn't want to do bake sales and car washes to raise money for our Defender Association, the Thin Blue Line Police Association. Okay. I watched the TV show Full Throttle Saloon for the first year. Security was a bunch of... Guys with no security experience fighting bikers and being ridiculous, in my opinion. I walked into the bar. I waited about an hour and a half for Michael Ballard, the owner. If you've watched the show, he's the gentleman with the dreadlocks. To walk by, I explained who I was. He thanked me for his service. I told him his security was terrible. <laughs> I literally just came out in Northside Watertown. I said, yeah. hey, you know, your security is horrible. And he said, I agree with you. And I said, great, I'm running your security now. I'm giving you all my Air Force cops. We're doing it for free. He said, what's the catch? I said, write a check to our charity so we can take care of this orphanage in the Black Hills and a bunch of other military stuff that we ended up doing. That's amazing. So we did it that first year. I kind of tried to stay away from the camera as much as humanly possible because it wasn't my intention. 
Um, and he gave us 28 grand during the course wow. of, during, yeah, yeah. And I was a senior master sergeant, so all my troops were calling me senior over the radio. And okay. Michael Ballard just knew me as Eric. So he said, who is the senior that keeps talking? I said, it's me, it's Eric. I'll explain why they're calling me that later. Throughout the course of the process, there was one gentleman that was a, a carryover from the previous year. He was a big guy. We tackled a guy. He had pepper spray. The pepper spray broke all over his crotchal region. And he had said to me, senior, I got pepper spray on my junk. And I'm It's not- a podcast. Oh. You can say whatever you want. Oh. So he's, the quote is, senior, I got pepper spray on my dick. Yeah. I'm not going to get laid for a month. <laughs> and he was a big guy. So I said, if it's every month you get laid, fat ass, you're on a hot streak. <laughs> Little did I know he was mic'd up the next day. The camera, Ooh. The, yes, okay. The next day, that the camera, yeah, the camera crew comes running to the back of the bar where I pulled in, and I thought there was a fight, so you know I I got out a little excited that I get to wrestle somebody, and they said, hey, we sent that clip, and we want you to be a character on the show. And I said, absolutely not. The following year, I'm signing releases and all kinds of contract stuff. Yeah. Um. Throughout the course of this time, I got 150 grand. Um. Never took a penny. Gave it all to the orphanage, a bunch of military charities. And since then, we've raised, I want to say it's Wait, pretty Wait, you close. didn't even take a salary Not, eventually? I've never, I've never taken a penny from true TV reality wow. TV show whatsoever. So we've done about 350, 400 grand to the charities. 2015, I retired from the military. I took over as the national sales director for our booze, which we'll get to yeah, we're soon enough. About and, that. Then, and then obviously I took a lot of money. But yeah. Pete. Professor Peter Beans with me. Get closer to the mic. Yeah. Pete, have you ever seen Full Throttle Saloon? No. Didn't I play you some clips of it or anything like that? No. Okay, so you don't even know anything about this. No, but Are you I, aware in Sturgis there's a giant motorcycle? I know all about that, but, I, but, but what he's saying is exactly what I believe in life. The more you give, the more you receive, and he did the ultimate. He gave everything. And he's received an incredible reward. Yeah, he's hanging out with us. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. If you close your eyes, it's almost like you're sitting across from Paul McCartney. I know, right? His accent is amazing. His accent is so cool. If I fell in love with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect, Pete. Exactly. So, okay. So you're on this reality TV show that is shot over a month, over a year? Over 10 days. So how it works is we- A whole season is 10 days. The entire season is 10 days. Um, we really shoot, I believe, and and it came off the air 16, so I'm trying to recall back. I think it's 12 episodes in 10 days. So if I get in a fight, you and I get in a fight, Johnny, the first day, and you blacken my eye, I got a black eye the entire season. Gotcha. So, you know, (laughs) 10 years ago, I started in 2011. 10 years ago, I was was pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. Now I couldn't fight my way out of a wet paper sack with a pair of scissors, so. It's not your job. It's not my job. Now (laughs) I just kind of point, I I take over, like, the operations as well. Okay. Kind of disappointing. I got a, a couple of big kids that'll do that stuff for me, but yeah, it was uh, it was neat. So t- yeah, twelve episodes in ten days, and away you go. So how many people are usually in the bar uh, during these ten days? So it's a town of six thousand people, Sturgis is, and for that ten days, it's been anywhere, you know, four five hundred thousand up to one point four million people. Holy cow! And if you snapshot the bar at any given time, there are thousands of people in this bar. Yeah. And depending on what, you know, we have national acts. So you'll come to the bar. Um, Pappy Hoyle Campground is our campground. You can stay there. Full Throttle Saloon is our bar. You can come there and stay. And we have, you know, anywhere between 10 and 15 national acts playing the entire. There are people that come up there in their RV that don't even have a motorcycle. They come up there for the concert venue. Yeah. And 
I mean, you talk about just a great opportunity. Growing up here, my father is a musician. My whole family is really. Pinky? Pinky. your dad. Pinky yeah, is my father. So if you if you were cool back in the 70s, 80s, you remember Snowbird and him playing with Bob Kissel and yeah. him playing with Tough Luck and, you know, all different bands. I'm a huge, I love R&B and hip-hop, don't get me wrong, but I'm a hair band guy. Yeah. Um. So, you know, actually meeting and becoming friends with people like Brett Michaels and Vince Neil and... I mean, that's, that, that's, that's a dream come true. These are your idols. They and, are. They and are. you're in charge of security, so you get to work pretty intimately probably with You've the got bands. It. Yeah, yeah, so I'm the guy who greets them. I'm the guy who goes over the entire security plan, any needs that they have doing an operation-wise. I, I make sure that they're, you know, the guy right, doing the right. just for the hell of good. it, what, tell me some names you got in your phone right now. In my phone just right now. Okay, so in my phone right now is uh, Tanya Tucker, um, Brett Michaels, I think I think Vince is in my phone. Uh, Dave Marino from Puddle of Mud, uh, Will Hunt from Evanescence, Zach Wild I think might be. Or I know Zach Wild's security guy Phil, who's the greatest guy in okay. the world, is on there. Yeah. Um. Shoot. Uh, Jesse James Dupree and every member of Jackal is on there. Michael, Vanilla Ice. Uh, Vanilla Ice. Um. <laughs> Petey Pablo. Petey Pablo. Freakalik is on there. Um. All the two live crew guys are on there. Um. I party with Vanilla Ice in in Vegas. My wife and I, him and his girlfriend, it was Vanilla Ice, Flavor Flav, Tone Loke, Young MC, Macklemore, all for one. Remember all for one? Sure. I swear. Yep, yeah. yep. And we literally went to his concert, shut that down, went to a VIP casino, shut that down, and I had to go back to my room before I did things I would regret later. Wow. Yeah, That's it's, fun. It's so, cool. It's a great. With all it, those 90s band or hip-hop artists. I got Aaron, Aaron Lewis, I think, is in there. Uh, Michael Ray, who's got the number one country song, Whiskey and Rain, right now, is in there. Travis Tritt's probably in there. I mean, I'm not going through my phone right, right now. I'm you, just taking off the top of my head. You've told us enough. So yeah, you yeah, get yeah. the idea. This guy's connected. Pete, let's go through your phone now. Who's in yours? Arnold Palmer. Who'd yeah, get? no, he's dead. <laughs> um, Call him. I, 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 absolutely, I don't think there's anybody famous. You don't have anybody famous in your phone? Well, I have me. Okay, well, there you go. That's <laughs> I, good to know. I don't think I have I just anybody. thought I would check. Yeah. Tommy Brunette's on my phone, the guitar player for Modern English. So Tommy. That's, that's big. Tommy's yep. been in on my radio show, yeah. and he was a guitar player for Modern English, yeah. but he's even more famous for making incredible whiskey. The best. And bourbon. And he's been to my uh, radio show, and I've had a chance to sample it. Um, I, my kids live in Rochester. They're of drinking age. There's 21 and 25. Connor McGregor. And they, you got Connor's phone? All right, there you go. All right, he th- had to think about it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's good. a good one to have. Um, and, uh, but anyway, so they love Tommy's place down there. Iron Smoke yeah, Distillery. It is. Which is a great party spot, I'm heard. Right in Fairport, yep. Yeah. Yep, the old canning factory down there. Yep, okay. Great. So you brought some, some, who, who, which one do you want? We want to try, uh, try the full throttle, or do we want to try Tommy's? Let's try the rattle. Brand new. It just launched one March. It okay. has taken over all of New York. I mean, it's really taken over the North Country. The Rattlesnake Rosie Chocolate Peanut Butter Pie Bourbon Cream is the name. Wow. And it is un unbelievable. Okay, so go ahead and grab the glasses. By the way, we did enjoy our pasta, so now we can have a little drink. We can. So right. this, they've taken out all the enzymes uh, that if you're allergic to peanuts, that will oh, affect you. Okay. You got it. So wait a minute. What is this again? <laughs> it is rattlesnake, rosy, chocolate, peanut butter, pie, cream. Chocolate, peanut butter. It's a bourbon cream. Okay. You got it. It's a bourbon cream. Okay. You got it. So, Pete, are you familiar, familiar with Bailey's Irish cream? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a bourbon cream. 
That's he, about all I can tell you. He met Tommy when uh, we were at the studio. Yeah, yeah he right. brought his book. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You that's did. right. All right. Oh, it smells good. Heaven. Yeah. Salute. Okay, salute, boys. Mm. Oh, that is amazing. Mm. Is that crazy or oh. what? Man. Wow. Oh. This is good. Can we get a? Can you get a hold of Tommy right now? Is it a good time to call him? Yeah, let's, let's oh, try it. We'll right. try to call him. Oh, hold on, Johnny. <sighs> good, right? Pete likes that. Pete, you want more? I uh, no, I haven't drunk a little bit. Yeah, wait till you try the full throttle espresso shot next. That's that's a really good one. No, no. So I'm not any more. there, Tommy um, Burnett is again a musician from the Rochester area, yeah. Fairport. He played with Modern English. Do you know their song, Pete? I'll stop the world and, and melt with you. you. You know that song? Yeah. 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 So he's been known to break that one out at his place. Yeah. He came here. Um, and so Telly's in Cape Vincent, the restaurant. Yeah. That's like Iron Smoke headquarters for all of New York, other than the distillery. Okay. They have their own. I would like my house to become the new we, Iron Smoke. We, 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 can make, we can make that. You got to talk to Fran and Jenny up there. Fran might, <laughs> oh, you know. All right, all right. Goomba to Goomba. All right. He brought in his own barrel. So they have their own single barrel made specifically for that restaurant. You can only get that flavor at Telly's. This is amazing. So that's the that's kind of the headquarters. See, I bought there I bought a bottle of um the iron smoke that cask. Uh, the cask strength. 120 proof. Which my boss drank all. Really? Of it. Yeah, I have to I have to hide when I was a kid, I used to have to have to hide the chocolate snack pack puddings from my brother. Right, and I went, I got I have to hide the whiskey from my boss. I used to have to hide the condoms from my brother in our drop scene. Yeah, and then he would grab them and run them to my father and yell, "Drugs! <laughs> Eric has drugs." <laughs> he probably, I mean, he has two daughters, so he still doesn't know what a condom is. But yeah, thanks, Alex. That's a true story. All right, I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to call Tommy. All right, see if he, see if he'll answer. He's going to be right on. We'll so go. We'll go live. I apologize for anything he may say. Yeah. It might, it might go through. It might not. It's amazing. Wow. Pete likes that. I didn't give him a heads up, by the way. I yeah. talked to him yesterday. He's probably got... Your call has been yeah. forwarded to an... He's probably in it. Maybe he'll call you back. He's probably got his, you know... His head in a barrel of something. Well, that being said, let's uh, drink a little full throttle espresso and then call the dreadlocked one Michael Ballard. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. All right, here we go. So this is a neutral grain spirit, um, kind of like a moonshine, if you would, or a vodka. 70 proof Thank with you. espresso flavoring. No caffeine whatsoever in it. And it mixes unbelievably well. I noticed that the professor had a little bit of uh, chocolate peanut butter pie cream yeah. left. Yeah. It mixes unbelievably well. Oh, like a... Oh. Both, yeah. Kind of like kind, a... Uh, oh, what is it? B-52? Uh, kind of like a B-52. Wow. You can make it in an espresso martini, a white mm. Russian out of it. Oh, my God. These are so... Right? Isn't that good? I guess you can. These make great um, martinis. You can the you can throw the 12 steps. Yeah, there's no well, steps. When we're today, done yeah. drinking this bottle, we won't even make it 12 steps. And that's 70 proof, Pete. Mm. Delish. Yeah. Wow. So good. All right, let's call Ballard then. We'll try him. Yeah, Just bring him. it. If he doesn't answer, he doesn't answer. Yeah, we're giving it a try. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Thank God it's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And not radio calling people. Yeah, we're not worried yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. We can call anybody. We're not worried <clears> about it. We'll call him right now. Wow. So, um, so full throttle, these spirits distributed all over the country. Yep, and in New York, they're with Elmira Distribution Company. Okay, out of Elmira, New York. So it's you'll get it. Espresso, at your... moonshine, a vodka, three margaritas. 
I'm getting the feeling that people are actually avoiding your calls. Well, it's funny because I talked to both of them yesterday and said, hey, I'm going to be on with Johnny. They both know you. And now they're not answering. I can just t- text them to answer. That's Thank fine. you for calling the Full Throttle Saloon. That, Thanks, Mike. That's fine. Yeah. Well, we're, we'll give it our best shot. They'll call. I'm texting them. So do you, what happens when the ladies fight at the out at Sturgis? I ha- are you in charge of that or not? Yeah. Um. But I have female security guards. Okay, that's what I was wondering. So I will fight a six foot eight, three hundred pound man, no problem. Okay. I will not fight a female or a five foot seven, hundred and thirty pound male because they will hit you forty eight <laughs> times before you knew what happened to you. I promise you. Really? Yeah, I'll take on I mean, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I still got a little bit of speed and so a little bit of So if Kevin Hart came at you. I got him. Okay. I got him. Oh, he's all right. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. I'm not worried about him. But a five foot man? Yeah, five, no, foot like seven? five foot seven. Yeah, Kevin Hart's five foot one. I okay. got him. I'll step right. on him. All right. Five seven, five six, 150 pounds. They're going to destroy you. They're they're like on you like a spider monkey, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Okay. Yeah. So but a big, gigantic burly dude. I got you. So again, as far as the ladies go, you got female team sure to do. take them out. Sure do. Okay. All right. I don't want to get my eyes scratched out. Some of those women hit harder than Rocky Balboa, I promise you. Wow. Yeah, they do. All right. So, Pete. Yeah. Um, so, he, I know you've always wanted to be on TV. What's it like having a camera following you around? Who? Me? No, I'm talking to Eric right now. It's I'm horrible. Senior. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a. I mean, how do you walk across the room? I would assume you've got all these cameras and lights on you. You do. So it's a five-person crew. I would start a fight just to have you come over that's, so I could be on that's TV. That's what would happen quite a bit. So I have a five-person crew. One of them's a lighting guy who has a light the size of a 52-inch TV. Um, one of them's a boom operator with the mic. One of them's an executive producer that sign, has you sign the waiver. Uh, one of them is a, what's the other one? Like One's a sound tech guy. So you have five people with you. Okay. And if you want to get on the TV show, you're, so there's three dedicated camera crews. Mike has one, Jesse James Dupree from Jackal, and myself. And then there's a rover. Gotcha. If you want to get on, you're never going to get to Mike. You're never going to get to Jesse. Okay? You can get to me pretty easily because yeah. I'm walking the crowd. So after about nine full throttle mixed drinks, mm-hmm. you want to get on TV with your buddy. Hey, let's fight with Senior. So uh, I've had people fight me. And then when we're done and they sign the release, they hug me. And thank me, thinking they're going to get on the TV show. No, oh, I have Lord. no control over that. But it, 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 it's dumb. I mean, it's <laughs> and it's weird because they you're mic'd up and they follow you everywhere. Yeah. As soon as you wake up and you're you get on campus, I live on campus when I'm there now. But as soon as you get to the bar, they mic you up, and if you have to go to the bathroom, they listen to you go to the bathroom. Really? They yeah. follow you in the bathroom in case somebody picks a fight with you in the bathroom, and right, you're everywhere. I mean, you're going everywhere with them. So. It's cool. The, the more real and the more awkward the moment, the more they want to. <laughs> yes. It totally. makes great TV, right? So I'll give you a story. Scott Weiland, God rest his soul, from Stone Temple Pilots, huge fan. Um, he's playing at the throttle one year. So I'm pretty geeked out that, that he's going to play, and I get to obviously meet him. Yeah. And uh, I'm down in the cabin area at the time. It's at the original throttle that burnt down in 2015. Yeah. We can get to that later if you want. And sure. somebody comes over the radio. There's a person behind the stage with a gun. Jeez. I freak out. I go running up a hill. I'm fit then. I go running up a hill, and one of my security guys hands me a laser-pointed 9 millimeter. He doesn't respond. He's a civilian guy. Yeah. My Air Force guys would have. I come around yeah. the corner, 
And in the darkness and shadows of backstage, I notice a shiny weapon in somebody's hand. I can't see who it is. I draw down on him. You know, you're suppressing the suppressing the trigger so the laser engages. I'm ordering him to drop the weapon, drop the weapon. He's still walking at me. I probably should have shot him. Thank God I didn't. As he oh. walks into a little bit of light, I notice it's Scott Weiland. Oh, man. And I say, are you kidding? I'm trying to put some humor to it. Mm-hmm. I said, are you kidding me, bro? I almost shot you, and I would have had to sing plush. <laughs> and as he walks by me, not even caring that I'm there or have a gun, he, he said literally, um, you can sing that song. I fucking hate it. Oh. And just kept walking. I'm like, this is the weirdest moment ever. So wait, you didn't disarm him at that point? I, I, I Well, yeah, I digress. Okay. It okay. was a one of those uh, airsoft oh. whatever weapons that he was out or a paintball gun that he was shooting some of the the older vehicles that were in okay. the in the far back. But yeah. I could not believe it. And then a few months later, he's, he's gone. Yeah. What? That's going in my book. I'm going to write a book called Throttled. And it's got, I have so many stories from celebs that some I'm going to have to change the name to protect sure. the uninnocent. One time a celebrity did this. Yeah, exactly. Why, why were you able to do all this? Because you're not, you know, a mammoth guy. What are you talking what are you talking about? It's all muscle, Pete. I know, but I, I, <laughs> I understand that, but you still had to have a. Pete, you want to take right. him on? No, 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 he no, can take, he no, can take me. No, <laughs> no, no, no. So, no, so my where whole, do you, where did you get the confidence? So I, I, well, you grew up on the north side, so it's a different life than most. North right side, the north of, Watertown. side of Watertown, yeah. so a little tougher over there. Where um, is that? Um, over by the air break. I don't know. Johnny probably doesn't take you over there. No, I, I'll take you over there one okay. day, buddy. Yeah. The um, and I was a cop in the air force. So that being said, I consider myself a black belt in verbal judo. Okay. So I would rather jump in the middle of you two. Tell four to five funny jokes, buy you both a beer, and have you go your way yeah. than ever have to put hands on yeah. you. So kind of growing up as a wise ass on the north side you of town. You learned how to well, yeah, I, I, dismantle I can, def- I can a situation. diffuse the situation with a, with a little bit of humor. Okay, got okay. it. Um, and and I got if it. I have to wrestle you, so be it. I, yeah. I can hold my own until a 25-year-old comes and saves me. <laughs> right. We've had motorcycle clubs there that come in, and they come in 40, 50 people deep, and I always right. try to find the president of the club without naming any of the clubs. And I love those guys. Sure. Uh, a a motorcycle, a biker will do more for your community and fundraising than yeah. 95 doctors put together. Then the blue collar. You've got it. It's just, yeah. it is what it is. And I always go to group. the president. I shake their hand. I introduce myself. Chances are they know who I am because they watch the show. Yeah. And I say, all I ask of you is if I'm at the bottom of the pile, you start throwing people off me. He usually laughs. We give a hug and the rest is history. And there's never a problem with them. Right. The problem is with that local kid who's 25, that's On his coming. Own. You got it. And he comes in and he says, you know, I want to act like a tough guy in front of my girlfriend and rough up a 95-year-old biker. Right. Like, really, leave him alone. Right. But that community, that biker community, just pay attention if you're not in that world to Watertown mm-hmm. and watch what these bike clubs do for children with cancer. My son had cancer. Children with cancer or benefits for families whose house burned down. Those individuals are the first ones there. They do the Tata runs here. First one's there raising the most money, giving the most time, I promise you. And I'm a f- as fake a biker as they come, and I admit that. I have a motorcycle. Yeah, I, I ride with the Northside crew, which isn't a bike club. It's just a bunch of goobs from the Northside okay. that are great people, and they give everything that they can. The, the bike clubs do great. They're amazing. Yeah, they, and I've learned that through the years. They come into my show, and always, you know, we help them promote their events. Totally. So, totally. so all right. So uh, it must be quite an adrenaline rush to have to handle the security for a 10-day event with 70,000 people or it whatever it is, it 1.4. Right, right. It is. And the, the crazy thing afterward is you do these OTF, on-the-fly interviews. So if you and I just wrestled, 
I immediately, and you're taken away by law enforcement or we just kick you off the property. I immediately have to do an OTF interview. And every story has to have a beginning, a middle and an end. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm wrestling you, well, I have to wrap that up. So then there's the interview. Senior, tell me what happened. I'm out of breath. I'm probably bleeding on my hands or somewhere. So those of you who've watched reality TV, this is the one where you're watching the drama unfold. But in the meantime, they ask the person after the fact, well, I couldn't believe she did that. You've or got, he you, did you that. Got or whatever. Okay. Exactly. That's the OT. And with okay. the picker crew, you know, I, I know Frank. He's been to the bar many times. I bought him drinks. I know Robbie. I haven't met Mike Wolf, um, who seems like a great guy. Mike Wolf, side note, Mari Peters. Used We're to talking have, about American pickers. Yes, Mari Peters used to have Crescent's Pizza here. Yeah. Now he's got mind. Cave City Pizza down in Kentucky. He is friends with the lady who owns the bar across the street, who's Mike Wolf's girlfriend. What? Yeah, just full circle, coming full circle with that. Crazy. Great people. But I haven't met him yet. But like when you see so, them, when you see them picking a barn, and then it's just Frank or Mike on the side saying, Yeah, we went in there, there was some great stuff. That's an right. OTF interview. That's okay, not a fly interview. Yeah. You seem to know a lot of the reality TV people. They they come especially when Brett comes, because Brett's friends with everybody. Yeah. Um, so the pickers have come, the pawn stars have come. I put Jerry Springer on a zip line. As he looked at me and said, Senior, have you gone on the zip line? And I said, I'm in the Air Force, and absolutely not. And then I pushed him. <laughs> and then you pushed Jerry Springer. Yeah, the entire crowd's doing the Jerry, Jerry. So they all come. Like it, It's a, depending on the band that's there, I'll, I'll give you another story. I, I try to act like I'm cool. Okay. You and I have hung out many yeah. times. You know I'm not. Yeah. I try to act like I'm cool, and Cinderella got together one night to reunite to play our bar. Wow. And I'm friends with Tom Kiefer, from the singer. He's a great guy. But I'd never met the other guys. And I have younger security guys. So think of a 20-year-old Fort Drum kid. No right? idea who Cinderella right, is. Right, right. So I have one of them on my VIP gate, and I get a radio call. Senior, can you come over here for a second? I go over. It's like one of my E3s. And he says, I just turned some people away, and I don't think I should have. And I said, okay, well, well who were they? It was two guys from Guns and Roses, a band called White Snake, a band called I swear and he had no a, idea. A band called Faster Pussycat, and I wrote it down. Yeah, he wrote it down. And some Ricky Rackman guy, and I'm like, <laughs> you just named my childhood. That's the whole you've got. Act. It. So I so I leave that area and I go find them and I bring them back. So I'm kind of geeking out a little bit, but I'm trying to play yeah. cool. I put them up on stage. And I tell him, you know, stand here. If you need anything, I'm senior. You can just tell the bartender, you know, that senior sent you down here. I'll pay for your drinks. I, I, I paid for Frank's. I pay for a lot of people's drinks while they're there because yeah. they seem like good people. Well, as I'm walking backwards, true story, I bump into an individual. I turn around to apologize, and it's DMC from Run DMC. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I look at him, and I go, no way, bro. He, now, he's there, too. He's there because he did a song <laughs> with Jackal. So I go, no way, bro. And he goes, way, bro. And I just <laughs> hugged him. I, out of the, I just grabbed him. And I go, I literally went, I got pictures of this. I go, I can't, I can't let go. And he goes, just hold on then, brother. And I was like, oh my. And I freaked out. Years later, he shoots a 55-second on-the-fly rap video for my wife's retirement party. Isn't that nice? Just, just the <laughs> nicest, greatest guy ever. Well, you're good at your job. You're a people person. Like you said, you can diffuse a situation, and you're also really good at making friends, especially in a situation like this where it's you against 70,000 others. Most definitely. 
Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's a fun, it's a fun job. Fun job. Sure. You love it. You, you you try to act like you're you know in control the entire time of your emotions, of course. Yeah. And the madness going on. I don't take anything personal. You can call any one of my family names, spit at me, swing at me. I'm I'm trying not to swing back and throw a beer on me. It takes a lot more than that to get yeah. me upset. I'm just trying to make sure that all the pre planning goes into place. You have a great time because you've saved a year to be there. And and that you don't go to jail. Right. And 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 we have such a great crowd because our campground is the Hog Harley Davidson Group campground that I don't think I've gotten into a legit fight in the last four years. Oh my god! It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's a great time. COVID's awesome. Yeah, Carrie Green from the blue. Oh. Yeah, COVID's <laughs> awesome. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> no, Green from the Blue Heron came up with Dale last year, and then yeah. I introduced her to the Winger guys and the Steelheart guys. Oh, and, she loved that. She oh, loves her metal. The best. The best part was I'm friends with George Lynch. Got him on the phone. George yeah. Lynch from Dockin and from Lynch Mob. I don't believe him. He didn't get anybody on the phone yeah, today. I know, Did I'm, he? I'm horrible. I'm, I'll just have to show no, I'm just you. Kidding, I'm just kidding. The uh, and I know Dale is a huge George Lynch fan, so I mm-hmm. walked up to George and I said, "Hey, I want you to meet some people." And and Dale, Carrie's boyfriend, was just in awe. Jaw. I had to like literally close his jaw for him. So it was it was great. How fun was, is that? I love being able to hook up my friends that that come. The beaches have come there. Billy Beach. Bro, why did come. you come back to the North Country? You're out in you know doing right. your thing out in the course. You could have been anywhere, but you chose here. Yep. So I was in San Antonio. Um, my daughter had moved to South Carolina to go to Kenneth Schuler Beauty School out there. My son was up in North Dallas getting his master's, and now he's at University of Nebraska getting his Ph.D. And my, I retired in 15, took over as the national sales director for Full Throttle. My wife retired in 18. We had been looking at a house up here for years, and that house couldn't sell. And it wasn't selling, and the prices kept dropping. My wife couldn't retire early. She had tried to do that. And uh, um, I literally came up here with Michael Ballard to the uh, a motorcycle. I came up here initially for the Clayton Parade with him. Then I came up for a motorcycle deal with him, and I said, hey, let's go look at this house. We went and looked at it, and he said, you know, wow, this is this is a pretty nice house. Right. And I said, well, if I can get it for the price that I want, I ended up getting it cheaper, get it for the price that I want, I'm going to move here. So we kind of got a tour of it with the the person that listed it. Randy Razzo was my my agent. Randy took us in, and I looked at Randy. I said, I'm buying it. And he said, you know how Randy is. If you know Randy Razzo, Randy's like, just hold on. Let me work some stuff. <laughs> sure. We ended up getting the house. Um, Great. I, call, I called the wife up and said, hey, I bought the house. I handed the keys to Greg Calhoun from Absolute Construction. I said, you got two months, and I told him everything I wanted. I came back at two months, and every bit of it was done, and he refurbished the entire inside of the house. And you look at it now, and it's completely different than it looked, you know, some of the areas anyways. It's got a movie theater room in it. It's got a full bar. My movie theater room's got about 39 to 40 autographed guitars from different bands with a picture of me with them, and a full bar, and I apologize, New York, it's a Red Sox bar. Oh. Yeah, my friend's the one of the managers at Fenway, and I grew up, I didn't grow up a Red Sox fan. I grew up a Ken Griffey Jr. fan. But being stationed out there, I, I became a Red Sox fan. So it's very Red Sox-driven, Pittsburgh Steelers as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. So, and you're here. Yeah, and I'm here. It was, the, it was the place the wife wanted. She would not move up here for any other reason. I wanted to live in the city. Yep. So that I could run for mayor. It's been the dream and the goal. Oh, wait, the city time. of Watertown? City of Watertown. You got it. She, uh, maybe it was because, uh, you know, she's from Boston. She, you know, wasn't quite feeling the city at the time. She loves it now, obviously. Yeah. Um. So I said, hey, wait, maybe I just wait and I'll just run for Congress. And there you go. Take, take Stefanik's job or something later. I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll figure not? it out. We'll yeah, figure you'll it. figure it out as you go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so tell me about this gig now. You're, you're, uh, you've got the full throttle espresso shot. Yep. Which again, available uh, at your favorite liquor stores. Definitely, and bars. Yep. And bars. Yep. And of course, uh, the the uh, Iron Smoke, which is Rattlesnake Rosie. Is that the same? Is that yeah, same, Iron same, Smoke? Yep, it's an product. Iron Smoke product. It sure is. So it's just like the vodka. We call it Ballard Family Farm. It's still a full throttle product. Okay. So I started this in 15 after I retired. I retired yeah. one March of 15. I took Why, over. Why, you don't want to just sit still and relax? I, that was the goal. I was going to do that for about six months. And then yeah. Mike summons me to the distillery and said, hey, we want you to take over as our, our sales director. We were in 22 states at the time. And I took over as the sales director for Full Throttle Spirits. Mm-hmm. So we you know, went full bore with that in Texas and a bunch of other states, obviously. And that was rocking and rolling. And then I meet this gentleman named Don Bombase, who is out of just south of Rochester. He owns a liquor store. Okay. And Don is a phenomenal dude. He's like my brother. He invites me over for a guy's weekend fishing on the Finger Lakes with Tommy Burnett. He says, do you know Tommy? I said, no, I don't. He says, do you know Iron Smoke Whiskey? And I say, no, I don't. I'm going to call Tommy now. I have his number. You have his number? Who? Let's see if he takes my call. If he takes your call and doesn't take mine, I quit on the spot. Let's see. Let's see if he takes mine. If he picks that up. <laughs> I just thought while we're talking, let's see if he took my call and not take yours. Yeah. Nah, he's not going to. Please don't pick up. <laughs> All right, good. Good. Right. I still have a job. So right. we have a guy's Just checking. Yeah, yeah. We have a guy's weekend at Don Bombay's house doing a lot of fishing. Met Tommy. So Tommy starts sharing stories of people that he knows in the industry. I'm sharing we know all the same people or a lot of the same people. So then that begins the bromance. Yeah. Uh COVID hits. So Tommy and I would talk during COVID and he said, Hey, you know, this is what, you know, this is what I have for a brand. I obviously knew what it was by that time. And we're kind of giving each other hints and tips. And we're doing some Zoom calls, drinking with Mama Median from TLC. And he's good what? friends with Jimmy Fallon. And we're doing all this stuff. Pete and wants some more. Pete, you want another one? Another, another shot. Give him another shot. Yeah. Give him a shot. And he, uh, Pete's a senior. <laughs> yes. No. You're a senior. He's a senior. He looks better than I do, though. That's the crazy thing. He's a good thing. looking guy. He is a handsome guy. He's double. a model, you know. Thank it you is. All right. I'll have a little more. The, uh, so he offers me a job working with them. I don't want a job working with anyone. And uh, we kind of go back and forth. I go up to the bar, talk to Michael Ballard, and say, hey, man, I'm, I was offered to work with them as well. Yeah. And he says, go for it. It's a completely different brand. It doesn't compete with ours. You know, by all means, uh, knock yourself out. I met with Tommy. Ballard's Tom- a super interesting guy. Tom- Let's Ballard talk about unbe- Mike. Let's do it. Let's do How it. How did Mike Ballard end up with a bar in, gotcha. uh, so, in Sturgis? Uh, I'm going to tell you my version. If he comes on, it'll probably be something similar to it. I'm yeah. hoping it is. So Michael Bauer lives in Trimble, Tennessee, population 600 people. His father is the tile guy, has a tile shop. Okay. And Mike grew up laying tile his whole life. Um, his father would have people come every month and hand him a check. That was interesting to Mike. Why, Hey, Dad, why do they keep giving you a check? And his dad says, I own all their houses. Oh. So that gets Mike's brain going a little bit. Okay. Mike's laying tile. Mike finds out, or the world finds out, beepers are here now. So Mike goes out and buys a shit ton of beepers for a buck a piece. This is pre-cell phone. These are pagers. Oh, you got it. Pagers. Pagers. Yeah. So yeah. he buys a ton of them for a buck a piece, and I think the plan was a dollar a piece as well. He goes out to the construction sites and says, I got a beeper for $19.99. They'd buy the beeper. Now I got your plan for 
they'd buy the they'd buy that. So it cost him a buck each or two dollars each, whatever it was. So he grew that to the point where he took over the front of his father's shop, the window, and he sells beepers. Then beepers become obsolete, and it's the cell phone world now. Okay. Michael Ballard starts cell phones, the bag phones, right? We all we all had them back in the day. He grew that to the largest cell phone company in western Tennessee what and southern guy. Kentucky. Yeah. Verizon, I believe it's Verizon. Don't quote me on that. And there might be a non-disclosure, so I can't yeah. confirm or deny if it yeah. was Verizon. Comes in and buys them out. Oh, my God. During that time, he's also a bike builder, and he won a couple <laughs> Easy Rider bike shows. He goes, I'm going to go buy a bar in Sturgis. Well, he doesn't like any of the bars in Sturgis, so he buys a field. He monitors the traffic flow. He buys a field, and in 2001, he opens up the world's largest biker bar. Is it just open during the event? It is. So the, the main part of the bar is open now. Or, you know, we try for like a month before, a month later. While the yeah. weather, you can't walk anywhere else in the bar, just the main small portion of the bar. Just during that 10 days, everything is open, but the rest of the time, just that. Gotcha. So he grew it to that. He met Jesse James Dupree, the lead singer for Jackal, at another bike event and said, why don't you come play my bar? I got a new bar. So their bromance began on their, their BFFs. And Jesse used to do... Um, a TV show on MTV called Two-A-Days. Remember that? It was like a football-based TV show for high school kids. Okay. Jesse, for years, would say to Mike, man, this is like a reality TV show, all these maniacs that we have here. He kept pushing it and pushing it to different networks, and finally True TV picked it up. And then it became, it was the number one TV show in the nation at one point in time. There are two or three episodes that are logged in the Library of Congress right now as the most watched during that time frame. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It was a phenomenal TV show. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I was a fan of it before I even moved up there. Right. Yep. How long was it on before you showed up? It was on a year before I showed up. Okay. And then, and then six years total. Gotcha. Yep. yep. And then it was True TV. The very last year it was on Destination America, which is Discovery's sister channel. You really want to get into politics? Um, I don't. I don't for the madness, but I do right? for the, like, so you want to do good. You want to, I, I do. So I did a lot of uh, public speaking and fundraising when I was in the air force. I used to have a, an hour and a half spiel that I called Skittles rental cars and dashes on essentially don't be a racist pig. Um, Skittles are all different flavors and they taste amazing. And every one of them tastes phenomenal. So you don't just, you know, pour the, if you open up a bag of Skittles and dump it in your hand, separate, right. Your next thing is to cultivate You're yeah. eating, right? So why do we look at other people and treat people different? You know, you're generally attracted to people who have our name tags are on our uniforms. I can look at you without looking at your face and look at your uniform. And it says Spisano and go, he's a Goomba. Right. I'm naturally drawn to you. So why wouldn't you step out of your comfort zone and, and mentor someone who doesn't look like you? So I had a Colonel, uh, Michelle Gardner Ince, Colonel GI, we called her taught me everything that you need to know in the world of just being a better human being. I call her Ma. She's like my mother. Wow. She's a phenomenal human being. So I took a lot of her lessons and, you know, cross-cultural competence. And your life growing up in Louisiana as an African-American male is different than my life growing up on the north side of Watertown as an Irish-Italian guy. And, you know, kind of, you know, putting instilling that in as many troops as I can. And if I'm an Italian male, I'm going to mentor an African-American female. She's going to mentor a Hispanic male. He's going to end. And then pretty soon you can do away with having a, 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 you know, the organizations on bases that make sure that like the human resource stuff that you're not doing bad things. It mixes it up. It does. And then I, I would yeah. say, you know, 
rental cars. Treat your installation in your base like it's your own car, not a rental car. You've rented a car before. You, you can do anything with a rental car. Right. I'm doing 40. What happens if I pull the emergency brake? You would never do that with your car. So pimp out your base a little bit, you know, put some spinners on it and wash and wax it. And then finally it was dash. And before it's really taken off now, but I was doing this 15 years ago. There's the only important thing in your life is a dash. You're born in 1985. You die in 2085. No one's going to talk about the day you were born or the day you die. They're going to talk about your dash. Right. So what did you do during that time frame? And we've all done some great stuff and dumb stuff when we're kids or whatever. What do you do in that time to affect your family, yourself, your relationship, your community? I mean, when I retired, I think it was 1.7 million that I had raised over 23 years for different organizations. Wow. And that's what I cared about that yeah. and, and trying to make people better because people like Michelle Gardner Ince made me better. And I, I just tried to, I took a little bit from her and I stole it. And then I took a little bit from uh, Chief Lou and I stole it, you know, and I, I, I stole as much as I that, can. This made is it why my I hang out with my spiritual leader right totally, here. Totally. I've hung out with him twice now. Yeah. Once was at Eastern Wine and Spirits and yeah. once is now, and I can honestly say without having to stroke him because he's sitting here, you're a better person having talked to him. It just makes right. you feel like a better person. Yeah. It, it, he is. You, you've got that quality about you, young man, and you're going to do great things. You've been doing great things. You're just a good human being. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Well, I mean, the great thing is when I came to America, I, I talk about it. I talked about it on the podcast. I landed in New York with no money, and the uh, taxi driver was a Jamaican. Right. But do you know what he did? Uh-uh. He knew I couldn't pay him. He took him took me back to his house really in uh, Westchester and then he proceeded to take me in his taxi to all the places I needed to go I can never repay that right never for sure so imagine this imagine leaving your home country right going to a strange country totally. with no money with no money yes and no plan did you have a plan no especially that's why, now that's why Pete leaves in the winter. He goes out to the West Coast with no plan and no money. He right. does. He still does the same. Because sure. it right. worked before. Like, right. You yeah. just trust in the universe. Yeah. You're like, right. I've done this my whole life. Whatever. And, it, and the universe pays you always yeah. because it sees. It, do, it does to you and it does to you. Well, look what, without, without cutting you off, look what Johnny does for this community. Oh, my God. Okay, I didn't even know who he was. I moved back here. I listened to the border one time and I went, I got to be friends with this guy. Yeah, this guy. We're cut from the same cloth. He's a little better looking than you, I am, you know, but we're cut from the same cloth. You know, you know, he came down to the river, and I was going to throw myself in the river. Really? Well, he doesn't know that. But wow. he, he was sitting by the river, yeah. right? And uh, yeah. I, I was at Arts Jug. Yes. Uh, and I was on Huntington Street, and my yeah. pizza wasn't ready, so I went. I'm like, I went down to that little uh, yeah. park there. Yeah. And he was sitting there. And that's where we first met. And Contemplating. Contemplating life. Yeah. Throwing yourself into the rapids. Yes. Right. Totally. Jeez, Pete. Come on, Pete. Totally. I'm glad you didn't do that, for sure. Yeah, but, but what, you, what you do in the but, community is, every, there is not a human being that doesn't know your name, not right. just from that radio Everybody. show, yeah, 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 yeah. but from the Children's Miracle Network. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at I'm listening to you with my wife driving down the road yeah. as you're talking about it, and I looked yeah. at the wife and I went, we got to donate $1,000 yeah. right now. She's like, you know let's what? go for it. When I first got on the radio, I wanted to be Howard Stern. Right. Right. Everybody yeah. wants yeah, to be sure. the bad guy. Right. For sure. And then, I mean, I still like to have a little fun and be a little uh, yeah. edgy. edgy. Right. But at the same time, I realized that this microphone that I have can do a lot of good, yeah. Got it. especially in this town and getting people together and doing stuff. I mean, I'm the one who has the microphone, so I should be trying to use it 
to create the most good as Agreed. I can. And that's Agreed. that that was the philosophy that I took. And um I'm no better than anybody else, but I just realized the power that the microphone has and what can get done with it. Well, yeah. the fact that you can make perch and pasta like that uh, put you over the top. You like that? You want some more? Uh, no, thank you. It's in the Italian DNA. Oh, it's my God. It's DNA. so good. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Mm. And Johnny has a gigantic pizza oven in his kitchen. I have a gigantic pizza oven in my backyard. Yeah. And we should have a pizza off. We could. We could do that. We So you have to cook yours here. I cook mine there. We meet at mutual ground so that it gets cold <laughs> the same amount. Yeah. And we have one person. We'll have the professor blind taste test the both of them. All right. Let me ask you a couple questions. Okay. We'll get, let's get there. Is yours wood fired? Is mine is wood fired. It's not propane. It's wood fired. Okay, good. Because that, we wouldn't even be in the same league. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Um, the wood fired makes it taste so much better. Johnny, if you don't get black on your hands from the wood, it's not real Johnny, did you ask him all the questions that you made me sit down for half an hour? And where is it? I'll get it. All right, yeah, Uh-oh. we have it. We wrote. Pete and I did yeah. some work. We I wrote didn't, some I questions. I didn't do it. Out. I didn't do it. We wrote some questions. Oh, out. awesome! Let's do it. So yeah, the second thing, the second question is: Do you use Altieri's Bakery Pizza Dough? So I do. I, I <laughs> all the time. I, I, I love it. I will use Mari Peter's pizza dough that okay. he will make for me when he came up here fresh. Okay. Okay. Um, but believe it or not, Price Chopper has very good pizza dough. I haven't, everyone's telling me to go to El Tiri's for sure. But everything else is fresh. Oh, El Tiri's. El Tiri's is great. Yeah. You can, not only that, they're in, uh, incredible people. Oh, they are. Yeah. They, and when, and I, when I moved up, they are future guests. I just saw them. And they're when I moved in. up and they had closed, yeah. I was like, holy moly, what am I going to do? I need their bread. Yes. And then when they reopened, I did a whole thing on my Facebook like, the universe is right now. Yeah. Altieri's is better. I think it's better, too. I think it's they're so, doing a great it's job. It's so good. Are you kidding? The food here, I love San Antonio, and you can eat in 55,000 different restaurants for yeah. sure. But here, you know, uh, being able to come back and have the food you grew up, the Mr. Sub pizzas, the Mr. Sub Sub, the direct sub, to be able to eat that food that you grew up with and you go, I mean, Art's Jug is great. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm a huge Telly's guy in Cape Vincent. I'm a huge Blue Heron guy. I'll go eat the hell out of some uh, Black Betty's at uh, Ian's place there yeah. in the Time Warp. Time the, Warp. The, the, food, the food's unbelievable. The Wise Guys. Wise Guys is great. Yeah. Yeah. Full Circle has a, a bar and grill over there on the other side of Court Street. Yeah. Their food is, you know, they got exotic food there. Their food is great. There's so many just phenomenal places to eat here, and that's a driving Do you ever golf? I do. I uh, have I, you ever golfed with Pete? I have not, but I I have wanted to for, since the day I met. Have him. you? I have. Right. I have. Excuse All right, me. Pete's gonna give you his card right now. Outstanding. Let's do it. I just uh, I just went up to see uh, Doctor uh, Scott Leclaire. Scott Leclaire, who who gave me teeth. Now listen to this. <laughs> okay. Listen to this. I lost my teeth in the river. Okay. I brought him out on my pontoon boat. Yeah. Pete never goes swimming, and but his son comes to visit. Gotcha. His son jumps in the water. I'm in the water. We're swimming. We're off the pontoon boat. We're somewhere in Eel Bay out behind uh, Fisher's Landing. Yep. And all of a sudden, I just see Pete in nothing but tidy whities Oh, They're very Lord. droopy, too, Pete. I'm just throwing that out they there. Were. Nice. They were. Nice. Droopy, tidy whities <laughs> jumping over my head. Oh. Yep. And then what happened, Pete? I lost my teeth. <laughs> Gone. And uh, Dr. LeClaire, I only just found out in Los Angeles, he... Put my teeth in for nothing. And I thought, oh, well, that's nice. That's $3,000. I found out in Los Angeles, 
fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. And I that's because that comes with ass implants. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. I, I saw Doctor Leclerc today, and I gave him some shirts. I said, Doctor Leclerc, I just found out that what you did for me was between fifteen and th- and twenty thousand dollars. And the doc went, Yes, Pete. Yeah, I can. He's a great guy. I can't even thank him for what he did because it enabled me to do some things on television and all sorts of. Yeah, oh, that's Pete, great. Pete's yeah. got new teeth now. New teeth. His other teeth weren't quite as sexy. No, they weren't. No. And now I've got women in my life. You do. Yeah. So there the you go. Accent alone should do that for him. Yeah. Oh, it does. It yeah. Should. Yeah. It I'm, does. I'm doing well now. But you need to go golfing with Pete. Yeah. I any chi- any Tommy you- golf. No, no. Wow. We often joke about that. Yeah. Well, you're Michael gonna, Ballard doesn't golf at yeah. all. Ballard doesn't no. either. You can't golf with that hair. It's in the Geneva <laughs> Convention. You're right. You're gonna. I, I'm, a, I'm a hacker, but I'll shoot in the '80s. Oh, that's amazing. There you go. That's very good. I got some beautiful. I rem, so I I bought a pair of Fuzzy Zeller clubs. Yes. After Fuzzy said the horrible stuff about Tiger back yes. in the day, yeah. they went on sale. So I got them for like fifty bucks. And oh, hold on. Just answer it anyway. It's Jeff Allen from the TV show Car Chasers. Hey, Jeff, you're on a podcast right now calling me. What? Ah! What's going on? What is, what is up, hey! Whoa. Jeff wow. Allen. Jeff Allen from the TV show Car Chasers. Jeff, what's up, bro? My name's Johnny. I got my friend Pete here right now, and Senior is here with us doing his doing this little podcast, and he just happens to have his phone connected. We're drinking booze, oh, and I look down, and I see you calling me. I'm like, hey, well, that's perfect. I couldn't get anyone else to pick up, Michael Ballard or Tommy Burnett, and then you randomly call me. I'm like, this is killer right here. What's up, buddy? Well, it was, you know, it was like either I called you, Senior, or called Tommy Lee, and it was a hard decision, but, you know, you yeah. and I are a lot tighter. Who's so, cooler? I, who's cooler, yeah. yeah. Who's cooler, Jeff? Who's cooler? Tommy. Yeah. Uh, senior. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, not, I'll tell know. you my Jeff Allen story. I'm doing radio. Where, where am I at? Am I in Amarillo or where was I at? Lubbock. No, Lubbock. Lubbock, Texas. I'm in Lubbock, Texas doing radio. And I'm with a guy named Driver. He's the DJ. And we're about to start. And I'm a huge Car Chasers fan. Him and Megan. Double G Megan, right? And and Eric, yeah. the, Eric, Eric the Mad <laughs> Scientist. So I see him walk by. And I guess I make the face like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And Driver goes, are you all right? And I go, that's, that's Jeff Allen. He's like, yeah, I go, I freaking love him. He's like, well, let's go out and say hi before you go on. So I walk out. I say hi to him. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? And I'm like, I love your show. He's like, I watch your show. Instant bromance, right? Awesome. So driver says, why don't the two of you come be on the radio show together? Is that Who cool? else is calling? That's Ballard. We'll get him in a minute. So <laughs> You want to conference him in? No, no. So I bring, I bring in, I, Jeff comes in. And I make the comment that I feel like a 12-year-old girl at an NSYNC concert. Aww. And then every friend that I have ate me up for about six months. But, but Jeff is not even kidding because he's on the phone. Top five greatest human beings you'll ever meet in your life. Jeff, let's go. Jeff, so nice Uh-oh. to meet you. What do you have to say about him now? What do you have to say about Senior? Uh, I mean, you know what? We're like brothers. I mean, it's like uh, it's weird that, you know, cosmically that we met when we did. Um, we're both follically challenged. Yes. Um, who has the great, know. who of all the rock stars we know, bro, who yeah. has the greatest, we're going to say it on the count of three, the greatest hair of anybody. Ready? One, two, three. Will Hunt. Will Hunt. There you go. Oh, my Will God. Will Hunt's the drummer for Evanescence, and anytime oh, yeah. we hang out with him, we, we, we want to cut it short because his hair is magnificent. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's always, it's always got a nice sheen to it, and, you know, we're, we're, we are definitely jealous of Will Hunt's hair. There's no doubt. We are. I mean. 
And we've been around a lot of rock stars, but Will Hunt, I mean, there's something about it. I don't know what he uses on that stuff, but, man, it's that's some secret sauce, I'm yes. telling you. Well, you got some you serious know. hair, Jeff. Jeff's bald as they come. Don't mess with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right, yeah, all, right, yeah. all right, yeah. This is Photoshopped. I look great from the front until you see the back. You know what I mean? I got the, uh, yeah. the little spot in the back there, my friend. How's Meg? How's, how's Double G? Oh, she's doing great, man. We're... Uh... We're kicking up. We're getting ready to do a couple different uh, TV shows out here in a feature film. Tell so, tell, uh, tell Johnny about the uh, Fresh Prince, the new the new episode. Yeah. Oh my, Bill Air. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a crazy challenge. We had uh, six weeks to build a '64 Impala for the Fresh Ooh. Prince. So that's Jeff's yeah, that's Impala the, that goes that's on there. featured yeah. in that show. Tell him yeah. the, what other car he's had the cars from time, in time from uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. All those challengers. Oh, well, that's, he's your got those. that's your that's that, your number one bro. That, that, that is my that is your number two. No but doubt. but yeah, no Justin's no number doubt. Justin's number one. He's got the what, the Miami Vice Ferrari. You yeah. you got a bunch of different car. You got the car the the motorcycles from the movie The Priest. Yeah, all of them. He yeah. has all. Yeah. Of them. Amazing yeah, we've stuff. had I've had uh, thirty eight cars from the Fast and Furious franchise and. Uh, that's crazy. We just did. There's a there's a great show coming out on Amazon called uh, Out of uh, Outer Range with J- uh, Josh Brolin, and I built all the vehicles on that show. Ford versus uh, Ferrari. You had the uh, the the vehicles I in did. Ford versus Ferrari. Dude, how how do you how do you get this all done and know like I mean, do you get a check up front before you start building these, or do you do this as just a labor of love to start, and then you're like, oh, it cost me this much. I mean, let us in, let us in. How's it all work? Basically, we, we sign contracts. Uh, we aren't paid up front. We only paid when we deliver. Um, and sometimes it's uh, even 60 to 90 days past that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it is kind of a labor of love. I love vehicles, love cars. And it's a way for me to stay in tune in the movies. And, and literally, at this late date, I've, I've started my stunt driving career. Uh, which what? Is weird. Yeah, I just did a uh, stunt driving on Roswell. Um, I did, uh, I've done, I'm trying to think here, Outer Range. I played a special ops guy. You were in I Charlie's a, Angels. I, you were in Charlie's Angels full uh, throttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, hey, when I did the special ops, I was thinking of you, senior. There you go. Well, it was Charlie's Angels ops. full throttle, so you had to think of me. <laughs> I love it, yeah, dude. Yeah. This so, is so uh, cool. It's been a, been a fun ride but anyway how are you senior you've been good i'm well up in new york open invite for the both of you can even bring eric the crazy man if you want to come on up we'll hang out we'll put you on johnny's radio show he's 106.7 the border we can do some crazy things up yeah here, and we'll fish and we'll fish and we'll we'll drink and we'll golf we'll call yeah. will hunt and, and tell him we love him it'll be a, it'll be a great time i love this outstanding what do you, you work- guys all need to come to albuquerque we do I love yeah. Albuquerque. Have you ever been to a restaurant called Maria's Mexican Kitchen or something like that? I, that's where I ate in Albuquerque. Or no, wait. I'm sorry. It's in Santa Fe. Never mind. Okay. It's in Santa Fe. Well, you know, Santa Fe's 45 minutes up the road. Next time I go, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's really good. Best tequila. Uh, uh, all right, brother. All right. Well, I love you, man. Thanks for uh, reaching out. And I'll, uh, we'll talk about whatever it is you wanted to talk about when you called, but we won't talk about it now. Yeah, so I'm it. It <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just excited that you put uh, uh, Ballard on, yeah, on, hold. on hold. And Tommy <laughs> Brunette, the yeah, guitar player called. for Modern English. So I, yeah. I tried. Yeah, you're, I love you more than them. They pay me more, but I love you more than them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. We'll love chat you, soon. Man. All right. Love you, buddy. Take See care. Bye bye. 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 
Yeah, both Ballard and Tommy. Yeah, it's like they course, knew. As they knew. I'm going to call Ballard right now, and then That's we'll call amazing, Okay. All right, we're going to call Mike Ballard, who would be your original boss. Yes. Yep. <laughs> From he's Full the, Throttle Saloon. He, he's, he's the man. He's the TV star. As well as Full Throttle uh, Spirits. Yep. Yeah. Watch him not answer. No, he's not going to. Hello? Hello, Michael Hello? Ballard. How are you? You're on a podcast. You're on a podcast, young man, with Johnny Spazano. Hi, Mike. What up, Johnny? It's really great to talk to you. We're enjoying some uh, full throttle, seventy proof espresso shot right now as we talk. Can and we cuss on your program? You can absolutely, <laughs> absolutely cuss on the program. We. This is actually. This is. You just called in at the perfect time because this is the part of the podcast where we want you to tell a confession right. about senior. Senior's most embarrassing moment. Like everybody, that you remember. everybody in this North Country and on our North Side, because he's an honorary North Sider, yes. is listening right now. So you remember that <laughs> before you answer, because I've got enough about you that I can chime in as well. I love you, boss. Go ahead, boss. Go ahead. Only good things. There's so many. I, I don't know where to begin with that. With I told him how we. I told him how we first met when I walked into your bar and told you your security was terrible, and then you hired me on the spot. Yeah. By the way, he was wearing this really nice uniform when he came in, so he looked like he was presentable to me, and he right. pulled the pulled the damn wool over my eyes over literally what type of character I was dealing with. I didn't find out until later on down the road because we're we're right there. we're we're like literally twenty minutes from Ellsworth Air Force Base, which is you know one of the top Air Force bases in the country, and. And when senior comes in, he's in full fatigue, full, full blown dress. Right, he was. Heel. He looked the look the and nine. was playing the yeah. part. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even use an Italian accent when he came <laughs> in the door. But just so you know, <laughs> you were probably worried he was going to throw you in the brig if you didn't agree with him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he was on point, boy. When he was, he knew what he was coming to do. There when you he, go. When he came in the door, yeah, he wanted to be on the TV. By the way, show do they throw you in the brig of the Air Force, or is that in the Navy only? Navy only. Okay. Yeah, we don't call it the brig. All right. The, uh, hey, uh, tell them a little bit about your booze. Tell them about how you got yeah. started. I told them about how you got started at Full Throttle and the tile business and the beepers and the cell phones. Tell them about yeah. the booze. I didn't, yeah. I didn't go into the booze and about Trimble. Well, so I live in a little small town. About 600 people have all my life still live here today. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. 600. Well, I, I was going to cut you off. I want to put this into perspective. What town in the North Country has 600 people? Um, DePauleville? DePauleville. <laughs> Oxbow. Right. Oxbow, maybe. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. Keep telling us more now. Or Dexter. Dexter. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Maybe Dexter. Yeah. 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 Maybe Dexter. So, um, so yeah. So, I live in a little town of 600 people. And uh, wait, I was actually born in Gary, Indiana, outside of Chicago. And my parents said, thank God we moved to a small town of 600 because Michael would either be in a mafia or he'd be dead by now. So, um. <laughs> So it's a little town of 600, and then uh, the way the booze business, being at the throttle, I was already in the liquor business for a lot of years, and I've already been dealing with all the, all of the big, you know, the big, the big guys in the industry, and and uh, and the beer guys and the beer. So I knew a lot about it. And then what happened was in the state of Tennessee, Jack Daniels had a law put in effect about 150 years ago that would not allow another distillery to open in the state. What? So for all of these that's, years, that's gangsta. So in other words, they yeah. they had the so monopoly. The, some some Italian guy from New York came down and got a law passed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they kind of mm-hmm. they got out of their jurisdiction. You know, the mafia guys up there they come on down south for a little mm-hmm. while. But so they got this law put into effect, and then so there was a, a there was a uh, 
a congressman there that was a, a lobbyist, and he was always intrigued by the liquor business since he was a kid. He wanted to open a distillery, so he was his name was Mike Williams, and uh, so Mike was in, instrumental in getting the lobbyists behind and flipping the law and opening it up. So in 2010, they changed the law. And, uh, and immediately, so I live like in a small town, like I said, like all rural America. I live in the middle of a cornfield, if you will. Yeah. So all these small towns, when I was a kid growing up, we had everything. We had the granaries, the cotton gins, the drug stores, the hardware stores, the grocery stores, everything. But over years, it's all just went to nothing. There's nothing here, right? It was just a small town that washed up across America. As kids grew up in today's world, they get an education, they go to college. They can't get the jobs in the small town. They go to the bigger markets and sure. to get to make, and they never return. So the small towns across America has folded. This was one of them. So I decided I'm going to bring Trimble back on the map. So I built a new distillery. I started construction on it in 2010, and we I built back a replica of what the old cotton gin looked like when I was a kid. And so I built that back right on the same property where the cotton gin was. I went and bought that property and I built it back a replica of it. And now that is now the distillery today. And since then we have, we have like multiple businesses now that's coming into Trimble. So we have a sewing store in town. We have a diner in town. We have a winery that's about to open. We have a microbrewery about to open. And then we have another winery scheduled open next year. And so we have all these little small craft style businesses that are starting to pop up, you oh. know, in, in our little town. So, so it's really cool. I actually bought all of Main Street and I evicted the city hall and sent them down the road to another building out of the way. And uh, and we took the city hall. Now that's going to be the microbrewery. And so we're just kind of been growing this little small town America. And so with that, of course, comes the distribution side. And Senior was actually working for me. Uh, you know, in Sturgis all, you know, for these years. And he was living in San Antonio and based out of San Antonio. Sure. Uh, and that's, so he started selling our products down there. And then once he got out of the service, he wanted to move back home up to Watertown area. That's how he ended up, we ended up launching New York, you know? Yeah, so. he, and he's doing an awesome job at that because almost every little uh, bar and restaurant that I go into, I can always get full throttle espresso shot, which always makes yeah. a great martini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I owe Johnny twenty dollars for saying seller. that. I bet you do. Yeah, I was wondering who I send the bill to while you're sitting on your ass up there. While you're sitting on your ass up there laughing, who do I need to send the bill to for your time today? Well, that's all the time we have today, ladies and gentlemen. We can let you go back to work. We can just talk to Mike. We'll get him out the door for sure. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So why? So kinda, you know what? So why did you ever consider maybe doing it at Sturgis or no? I, you know, I got one in Sturgis. So now okay. since, since that's happened, I actually have one a distillery in, at the throttle. I also have a distillery in Deadwood, South Dakota. And now I have a distillery in Estes Park, Colorado. And we are just going into these smaller, high-traffic tourist towns, and we're starting to pop up these craft distilleries. And, um, and everything's made in Trimble, and we service all of these boutiques. I'll call them boutique distilleries out in these high traffic areas. So that's kind of the game plan for the next five years is to get us 10 to 15 of them. When, of when, the craft, when are you, op- when are you opening in Clayton? Oh man, I'm fixing to buy that. Town. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get asked about that rumor all the time. I heard. I'm either gonna buy it or I'm gonna go to Northside up there. We're gonna get some guys and we're gonna start collecting rent. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You've taught them all about the Northside. Yeah, you don't. You don't have the vowel at the end of your name to be collecting rent on the Northside, young man. <laughs> no, I I'll let y'all do that. I collect it from you. There you y'all go. are gonna be the middle guys. I'll, I'll get the end result there. I love it. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, I, I hear you don't play golf. No. No. Yeah. It's weird. He asked because we have the professor here with us who is a golf yeah. pro, yeah. golf expert. Yeah. And asked if All you right. play golf. I said, you can't play golf with that hair. Go ahead. Has. Talk to him, Pete. Now, a, lot of the, a lot of the guys that, that come to the throttle, we take them up. Uh, Mike Hope Ford's a big golfer. And, yep. and the drummer for Jackal uh, is uh, Chris Worley. He's a big golfer. So uh, we run into a lot of the rock stars that do play golf. When you come and, uh, to When you come up, to visit again, yeah, you're gonna go out one day with this guy named Pete, who's here, the Professor Peter Beams. I'll 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 take about half an hour and make you a golfer. No you'll, problem. You'll become a golfer. Yeah. I was never interested well, in see, golf in either. The south, yeah, in the south, what we do back on our farm here is we got we we got a guy that comes and he hits the balls and then we shoot him out of the sky with shotguns. So we <laughs> practice. We we practice. Them. We call it our gun range. Let, let, kinda, let, oh, yeah, okay. Well, well, let me let me ask you this: How many acres have you got there? A couple of hundred. Well, let me tell you: I'll come down there and I'll design the golf course for you for free. Oh, put it right next to the to the, the distillery. distillery. Yes. Yeah. Heck yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I've I've got yeah. a li- I've got a little bit of a name, and uh, our company is Link Soul, which is all about helping underprivileged people in the world. And we can put a golf course in there and we can get the, you know, the regular people and we can teach them how to play. And that would be wonderful. Oh, that is awesome. That sounds great. You should come up to, to the rally sometime. You've been up to Sturgis before? No, but I had a friend who was a tennis player and he was big friends with Evil Knievel, who I was a big friend with. And Evil Knievel bet him $20,000. He couldn't go from Carlsbad California to Sturgis uh, to, uh, you know, on a motorbike. And the guy went all the way to Sturgis and he said, I got here. And Evil Knievel said, well, great. I'm not paying you a dime. Oh. <laughs> it sounds just like him, don't it? We can't confirm that. He's, <laughs> he's no longer with us. I love it. He was my he was a good friend of mine. Did we you golf with of, Evil? A lot, yes. Did you teach him how to play? Or uh, no, but uh, he taught me about uh, a lot of... Uh, humility and a lot of strength you know he said to me he said you don't tell me uh, mr Britt, how to play or how to jump on a motorbike and i said well if i'm playing golf with you you'll stand still you son of a bitch really and he did. <laughs> good for you Pete. <laughs> he did. Yeah, i love that i did you know I, I did i did have the pleasure of uh, i haven't i didn't have the pleasure to meet him but he was always an idol of course, me. I, yes. From the time I was a kid, yeah. I was. I've been riding motorcycles since I was a kid, and right. I've been in in the motor. That's how I got to start, just just because of of, of motorcycles and right. the love for motorcycles, and that's really what got me to Sturgis. But I did have the pleasure of uh, of talking to Evil um, on the phone for about thirty minutes one year, yeah. and we were trying. To, I was trying to get him to come to the throttle and set up, but he was he was the timing didn't work because they were having their mm-hmm. Uh, they were having. He was having his evil Knievel days in Butte, Montana. Yeah. The same timing wise as Sturgis that year, and it it just wouldn't work out. But I did get to talk to him a lot, and I've got a lot of stories about him. A friend of mine owns a 
a really nice strip club down in Daytona, and Evil used to park his motorhome right oh, yeah. and stay for a week. So <laughs> he, he he parked his motorhome everywhere in America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think Robbie was driving it. He might have run over a few things down there. And, uh, <laughs> Unreal, really good stuff. Yeah. Well, Mike, yeah. I know you're a busy guy. We we did try to reach you earlier. We appreciate you calling in. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And th- thanks it. so much for supporting Senior all these years. Oh, 100%. I love it up there. It's such a great area up, up, up there in the, uh, north, northern New York, Clayton and Alex Bay and all that area, Watertown. It, yeah. It's really beautiful. It reminds me a lot of this part of Tennessee that I live in. There's a lot of rural area to it. It's, it's an awesome area. So. Oh. And then we love the River Rat Cheese up there. There you go. My, Krogan bologna. Yep. Yeah. And the Krogan bologna. So. <laughs> I love it's the awesome. new Krogan bologna that's got the jalapenos in it. Have yes. you tried it? Delish. I was Delish. afraid to because it seemed like it would be like a, you know, like right. against something, but I loved it. So, but anyway, Michael, awesome. th- thank you so much and keep Absolutely, up the great yeah. work and we'll, we'll keep sipping this uh, awesome uh, full throttle espresso right now. All right, enjoy, enjoy. Right. enjoy. Love enjoy. you, bossy. Thank you, guys. All, All right, right. See you later. Mike Ballard right, from Full Throttle Saloon and, of course, most recently, Full Throttle Spirits. Let's call Tommy back. All right. So Tommy. This is Tommy Burnett, the yeah. guitar player for Modern English. They have the song, I'll Stop the World and Melt With You. Yeah. He owns Iron Smoke Distillery. And the Rattlesnake Rosy Chocolate Peanut Butter Pie Cream that we are drinking currently is his. I think we met him, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Yes. Now you we're met, gonna you sw- met him at the radio show. We're going to switch over now. Yes. Now that Ballard's off the phone. Yep. We're going to sw- switch over to another brand now. Okay. Okay. Now we got rid of It's cool that. because I never, I'm not a drinker now. And I never was like a drinker in high school or sure. when I was going to college or I was going to college while I was in the military. Well, that, that's the peanut butter that's one. That's the peanut butter one, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. By the way, for those of you who are of age, uh, feel free to uh, do a shot of uh, full throttle um, espresso or this uh, awesome peanut butter. I don't know what it's called again. So I I, I just texted Dave Marino, the drummer for Puddle of Mud, and yeah. I said, hey, man, we're talking about Is cool. Is he from Governor? No. 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 Okay. Right, so we're talking right, about right. cool people that I know you want to be right. on a podcast with yeah. me. He says, I'm about to rehearse right now. Thanks for thinking of me. I'd love to do it. Can't chat right now. You're the coolest person on the planet, but I, I got I to pay him for that. I gotta that's pay him for nice. That. He's a great guy. All right, we're calling Tommy. All right, we'll try Tommy Burnett now. Fairport, New York, Iron Smoke Distillery. Which is incredible. And again, you can... Uh, your brother's down there. Yeah, you can you can try uh, Iron Smoke at your local liquor stores. You can, all of them. Do they still have... Hey, senior. Hey, hey you're on Sorry, a podcast man. right now, buddy. You're live with Johnny Spazano. Hey, Johnny, how are you doing, brother? Tommy, how you been? I tried to call you, too, because I was hoping you'd answer. You did You did his uh, radio show. You remember it was you and me when we did Arsenal came over. The professor yeah. was there, the golfer, Johnny. Yep. And yep. you know my brother, Scott Spazano. I am doing very well. I'm still waiting for you to come up and come fishing. I'm, I'm ready, man. Yeah. I'm just jumping in the car right now. Well, how's the weather up there? Uh, it, you know, it only a snowed cold. a little. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's 32 degrees today. Hey, but. how ironic is that Johnny asked me if you were a golfer? And I said, no, no, Tommy's not a golfer. Sorry, Tommy. We no, bring I'm, this not, I'm not much of a golfer, <laughs> but yeah. I, I'll watch. I can drink. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, right we're drinking right now. What are we drinking, Johnny? So we're having some Rattlesnake Rosies uh, right now. The little uh, chocolate. Uh, by the way, I love the design. On, on your bottles. Really good. Uh, super, super cool. Look like a bottle from some apothecary yeah. somewhere that some snake oil salesman sold off the back of a, a wagon. But obviously, yeah. it's just you. Oh, man. Um, 
we uh, we do everything in in house. It's a DIY punk rock. Aztec Senior will tell you we we do all the designs and I I do the the art direction. But we've got some great local artists we work with, and um, and we know what we want to we want it to look like. But it it, it does kind of look like that. Yeah, I look, it can cure rheumatism, hair loss, eyesight. <laughs> they do have that look to them. <laughs> they do have that look to them. So I was yeah. out, I went into this liquor store and I was debating on whether to buy the iron smoke bourbon that I always buy or the cask strength. And oh I, yeah, that's, that's the, that's, that's the thing right there. That's magic. I did decide bottle. to pay a little extra for the cast strength and it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. That's the 120 proof. Um, that's what we actually, we, we, that's what it's in the barrels at is 120 proof. So the big aficionados want that like uncut, unfiltered. I didn't um, realize this, but like most of the liquor brands that you get are bourbon. There's actually, they do cut them with water to give a certain dimension. Yeah. That's why the cask strength and you know, we call it casket because of Scully, the, the guy smoking the pipe, the skull, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we don't. The aficionados want to make sure they can put their own water in it, or a cube, their own cube with the water they want, or they can drink it straight up. And I, I like it straight up. It's just it's full of flavor, and it's really smooth for that proof. It sure is. My only mistake was leaving it out for my friends, and they drank it all. Yeah, it happens. The scoundrels. <laughs> But you you look away, and that that's what happens. Yeah, so absolutely love the Iron uh, Smoke uh, products, and this Rattlesnake Rosies is out of this world good with the chocolate peanut butter. Is there other flavors in the uh, bourbon cream? What other flavors are there? No, yeah, that's the Rattlesnake Rosies line. That's like yeah, that's the uh, when we first started out, we ran out of bourbon, and we, you know it doesn't come out of the faucet like vodka. You got to age that stuff. So we came out with an unaged product, and that was Rattlesnake Rosies apple pie. Um, and that was a really big hit. So we did uh, uh, maple bacon, put it on your pancakes, start your day right. And then uh, the chocolate peanut butter pie, which is, just came out the, the, the bourbon cream is just make it, that'll make your socks roll up and down. I can't wait to come to your hot spot down there in Fairport, the distillery. I understand it's always, uh, uh, hopping and there's always live music. Is that true? Yeah, everything from Banda we to Burlesque. We produce our own Burlesque show there. We had a Appetite for Voltage. They do all Guns N' Roses and ACG, DC covers on Saturday, and it was a line all night. We've been lucky. People want to come back out and party, you know? Oh, it's, I, I, again, can't wait to come hang out with you, but I do appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast today to support your man, Senior, who's uh, who's here. Senior. Uh, love you, buddy. The man. Stuff, love you, buddy. So. So, but Tommy, thank you so much for calling in today and uh, can't wait to see you soon. And when you come up, you got to come be on the radio show again and, and we'll hang out. Okay. Please. I'd love to, man. Um, so thanks. Love you guys. Thanks for your support. Love, love you, brother. senior. Love you, brother. Take care. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Yeah. Such a great dude. You always right? invite him because oh, he's going to bring whiskey. With him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to, he's going to bring the best. It's like Pete. That's he, an, that iron smoke. Is, so they have a Bill Murray, not Bill Murray, the comedian yeah. has a whiskey Bible that rates all the whiskeys. So there's Eagle rare Blanton's every whiskey that you can imagine the higher end ones. They're like a 93 and a 94 on the whiskey Bible. That iron smoke is a 95.5. Oh you know how high that is on the whiskey Bible. That's it. I mean, it's right here in New York, right in Fairport, New York. So if you're, a whiskey aficionado, you can do that. Drink that. There are 
legitimately four barrels in the area that you can get a unique iron smoke taste if you're if you have access to Fort Drum. They have okay. their own barrel. TI Winery has wait, their wait, own wait. barrel. Fort Drum just has its own barrel out they there. Do. They have their own Fort Drum barrel that's made by Iron Smoke. Who that gets they to pick. tap off that thing? All the soldiers. General Beagle? <laughs> he could. <laughs> he could. <laughs> he could. I love this. So they have their own oh, barrel. God bless America. TI Winery, the Connery, uh, the Conaway family, Stephen and Erica, they have their own barrel. Telly's, Jenny and Fran at Telly's, they have their own barrel. And Arsenal Mary over at Arsenal Liquor has their own barrel. So they're the same. They're 90 proof. They're a single barrel pick from Iron Smoke. Every one of them will taste completely different. So because they have their own barrel, though, they're all bottled already. They're all bottled. Yeah, yeah. So basically, this all came from the same barrel. And when you buy your buy your 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 bottle there, yep. it came from that one bottle. You've got it. Okay. And it tastes different than all the other barrels that may have been poured in and laid down and were sitting for two plus years at the exact same day and it'll taste completely different. Telly's is the only bar in the nation, bar restaurant, that has their own barrel. In Cape Vincent. In Cape Vincent. How do we get one at the dinner at Johnny's podcast? I'll get you one and I'll bring All it All right, to you. I want a barrel and we're going to set it right here in the middle of the microphones. Done. I'll make it happen. All right, he's going to text right now. So yeah. listen, uh, senior, thank you for everything that you do because you are a force to be reckoned with. I appreciate you, brother. You are the force to be reckoned with. Interesting guy telling us all about some of the cool stuff that he's doing. And we didn't even, you know, begin. But what I'm going to do is we're going to cut the interview short because that way we can have you come back. Outstanding. And we'll cook some more food. You bring your wife with you next time. You got it. Definitely. She'll love it. And uh, we'll just. Or we leave her and we get dancing girls. We can do that too. Or we get Justin Timberlake. We could do that too. (laughs) The best. (laughs) Big golfer. He, He is. Yeah. I love him. He'd like to play with a... That's my bromance right he, there, he'd, Justin. He'd like to play with a professor. There you go. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. Professor Beams, thank you so much. Thank you. What the an interesting best. guy, right? Oh, Didn't I tell you about him? The best. No, I met him We've before. hung out before. Yeah. Well, forgive me. Excuse Many me. Many times. All right. Many All right. times. Are you going to add Pete's name to your phone? I am. So you can have Pete's. Yeah, you got it. I, I will. <laughs> I have the card right here, Yeah, my you friend. can. you can tell uh, Justin Timberlake, you can't have it. There you go. <laughs> And we want to thank Mike Ballard. He uh, joined us on the podcast today. Also, your friend from uh, Car Chasers. Jeff Allen. Jeff Allen. Thank you. And Tommy Brunette. And Tommy Brunette. And thank you to everybody out there. And you know what? Keep having fun. Keep doing cool stuff. And you know what? Tell us about it here at the podcast because we'd love to talk to you. Definitely. Yeah. Love don't you, forget, mean it. Every Wednesday, it's a new, fresh podcast. It's the Dinner at Johnny's podcast. Can you play my my theme for us to go out? I can play your theme for right, you to go we're gonna out. We're going to find it. This is, again, from um, my man, um, O.T., Unk, over at uh, Swivel Chair Studios. Dinner at Johnny's. 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 Dinner at Johnny's.